Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Reggie's Expressions. But before we get started, I need to tell you about how great this application called Anchor is. That's the application that I'm using to record this right now. This application is great because it allows you to be able to record a podcast and do all the things that you need in terms of editing in one place, all right? I used this application before, and not only did I have to record it, I had to download it from this thing and add it to this and add it. It was just too much. I found out about Anchor, and I realized how easy it was. They have all the creation tools and everything that you're going to need right from your phone. You can edit, you can add music, whatever you need directly from the application. Like I said, it's all in one place. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I can't reiterate that enough, all right? So all you guys got to do is go and download the Anchor app, either from your Google Play Store or your Apple Play Store or wherever you get your, your apps from on your phone. Or you can do it the traditional way by going to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, enjoy this episode. Thank you so much again. And don't forget, you can find us on Reggie's Expressions, and that's Reggie's underscore expressions on Instagram. Enjoy the episode. Hey, what's up, guys? It is time for another episode of Reggie's Expressions. You know, I got a real studio now. I got a mic and everything. So I got a really nice setup. And I want to tell you guys thank you so much. The episode of uh, having conversations with your friends is doing so well, as long uh, as well as the other episodes there. Don't stop. Um, I want you guys to subscribe. I also want you guys to share, like, and comment as much as you possibly can. We're going to keep the conversation going. Um, I have my good friend Tara. We've been friends for a number of years, and she is a small business owner. We're going to be talking a little bit about that, how we met, and we're also going to be talking about a little bit of the black girl magic. So. You can subscribe here at Anchor. You can also subscribe at uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, pretty much anywhere you get your podcast. All right. So take a listen, guys. We'll be right back. All right, guys. Tara and I, I got my home having conversations with my friends. I didn't Part mean to two. sound like I'm all exhausted, but I had to figure out a, a, a garage band. Sometimes it'd be acting crazy, but I got Tara here. I uh, she is a, a media mogul. Uh, mogul. Um, when I say Renaissance woman, she literally can do any and everything. Um, I've known Tara for about seven years, I think it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, Tara used to be my assistant manager, and uh, long story short, she was a she was mean. I'm just playing. She, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put that trope out there. All right, you know she had a, she was you know a black woman that had her money on her uh, mind and. You know, we were her uh, reps and we needed to do what we needed to do to make that happen. So I understand it ain't no problems, but um, I'm going to let her introduce herself and you guys are going to, you know, be able to join us and uh, listen to the conversation uh, wherever it may take us. All right. So Ms. Tara. Hi, Reggie. Thanks for inviting me on on Expressions. Reggie's Expressions. Reggie's Expressions. I was about to say Expressions by Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. But um, thank you for having me. I, I, I really am honored that you selected me to be on your podcast today. Absolutely. You know, when I think about, you know, Black Girl Magic, honestly and truly, just with some of the things that you've overcome in the last few years, it's just been amazing. And uh, you are the epitome of that for me. Um, 
And, you know, when I think of podcasts and conversations with my friends, I think about, I mean, you would definitely want to be one of those people on the, the top of the list. And, you know, at a drop of a dime, Tara was like, yep, okay, you coming this way? You know, because I got my little mobile office going on now. But she was open-minded and was like, yes, yeah, she's ready to see how it's going to go. So um, I told you guys a little bit about how Tara and I met, but... The extra caveat kind of got Tara into it. I ain't got, I, and I'm going to be honest, I didn't have anything to do with this. I think I kind of gave her the idea and she ran with it. But she was the officiant at me and Carlos's wedding back uh, five years ago. So tell us how that came about. And maybe our stories can align. Because I have my story and I think you have your, your story. Yeah, so... Um... So the name of my business is called Marry Me Now Affordable Weddings, and it was started in 2015, September of 2015. Reggie's correct. So um, I did marry him, and he actually kind of catapulted me into the business. When I was eight, 21 years old, I, I had my own wedding business at 21 back in 2000. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I okay. actually I actually just found the business you license. Find, you find your car, but I didn't know it was a wedding. Okay. Yeah, it was a wedding business, and um, I did my first wedding. But at the time, I realized that I didn't have the capital that I needed, and that was before you know that was in 2002. Right. Like yeah. we didn't have Instagram and stuff and like we that, young, man. and we yeah. were young. Yeah. So I was in my early 20s, and I was just trying trying to figure figure how an entrepreneur what an entrepreneur looked like, sound like, what they thought like, just just how to be an entrepreneur, how to get my business off the ground. But I quickly realized that I needed more capital than what I had, so I went to work um, for Altel. And that's how I ended up in corporate America. But I told myself then, you know, I would work corporate America, I would save, and then when I turned 40, I was going to start my own business again. Um, well, of course, in 2005, I wasn't, I mean, in 2015, I wasn't 40, but I did start the or the business when Reggie um, was, was telling me that he wanted to get married. So um, my husband uh, was an entrepreneur at the time. He still is an entrepreneur at the time, and he was motivating me to get it going. And so it, the timing was just right, you know. The, it, everything just fell into place. And that's how Marry Me Now came about. And to be honest, like, you know, so far that's that's correct. And it was interesting because when I think back on it, like, I was like, oh, I'm getting married. And he was like, oh, okay. Huh. You know, I should go get my notary public. And I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. And then he was like, well, you know, and I was like, well, I, I don't know if I asked you or you brought up the fact that they can marry you, too. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well, do you want to marry me and Carlos? And she was like, oh, well, sure. It was like really matter of fact, honestly. It right. was like really casual. And I'm a big believer in if it's meant to be, it, 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 it's not going to be difficult for things to happen. And it just went into play. Like she, you know, uh, had a little bit of element of, uh, um, of uh, you know, event planning in there. She actually uh, rehearsed with us. Um, you know, was all about trying to get vendors for us and whoever we needed to make sure you know everything worked out. And it was just more than just an efficient. Uh, and I think it was the the icing on the cake was she was somebody that I knew and that I uh, cared for because let me be honest when. Um, 
when I was a rep on the tower, it wasn't that she she knew her shit. And that's the thing, right? You know, the unfortunate part about it is I think a lot of times when black pe- women are in the positions of power, a lot of people would like to try to have their microaggressions put out on them and project how they feel on them and make them seem like they're the problem. So whenever Tyler would be like, Reggie, you ain't taking this phone until you get these accessories. <laughs> I knew that I needed to go out and actually make a good effort into making that work. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? I forget about them days. And, you know, I didn't take it personal because I knew what she was, <laughs> I knew what she was trying to instill. And then it would be something that I would begrudgingly do, and then I would come back and tell her, yeah, Tyra, I did it. You were right. They bought $159 of accessories. Um, and that's really what it was. And it's just that I think she was just very forward-thinking for corporate America, and I'm glad that she got out of that headache. But, you know, it was just very casual with how it's, it did. She did our wedding. I'm not sure how much longer after it was you did your um, your weddings, but it, it seemed like it was a whirlwind after a while, you know? So, you know, my first question to you would be, after the wedding, you know, first off, how did you feel doing the wedding? It was LGBT-themed. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, what made you continue? Because you could have easily just been like, ah, this is good, I'm cool. So, um, as far as my thoughts, as far as it being an LGBT, so... It was in 2015, that was around the time where marriage became legal for LGBT couples. So it was a really... That's why Carlos and I got married that year. Right. It was a hot button. So Mm -hmm. people were very expressive about gay people marrying and their opinions. So even though I'm not a gay person, when I was putting my business together and I was just formulating the, the... the just the just the ground part of the business obtaining business license um, just finding out how to you know do stuff for the website just wanting to hire vendors myself to get the website up and going and um, when I initially said I would service a LGBT community I had vendors that were that turned me down and said that they didn't want to work with me because wow. I helped LGBT. Who am I to say that you cannot marry the person you love because of your sexuality? Like, I, I'm not here to judge you for that. Right. And even when you get into the topic of religion, like whatever my religion is, it, the Bible still says, you know, if you're a Christian or whatever, it still says not to judge, not to be jealous and not to, not to make that judgment. So, <laughs> Touche, you're right. It's, it's a, it's a, people's thoughts are people's thoughts. Right? Right. So, you know, like, I'm here to do a, I provide a service. Mm-hmm. I've even hired people to work for me, and they told me after the, being hired that they, did, they didn't feel comfortable with LGBT. Well, I, I'm going to have to let you go because at my business, we service everybody, and God sends me my customers. Right. <laughs> Touche, that's right. And so um, that's my response to these to these people that feel like, you know, Christians can't well I depend on God, just like how you depend on God. Mm-hmm. But God gave me my customer that's LGBT. <laughs> Touche. That's a good point. That's my point. So, um, you know, there was like I said, it was very casual. 
Um, and you know, it was it was easy. The day I don't remember, you know, having to stress too much about it. Well, you had uh, you had you both had tons of friends there yeah. that like they love you guys to yeah. pieces. So mm -hmm. like it, your wedding just came together. You literally had to get the location, and yeah. then you had people decorating. Yeah. You had people uh, singing for you, yeah. like the whole ceremony, yeah. bringing food. Yeah. yeah, it like came together, and that's what love is all about. When you have people that love you and support you, it's not gonna be hard. It, it is an easy process. Right. So now we fast forward past, you know, you being in business year one, year two. What were some of the struggles that you had to, I mean, you kind of alluded to the idea of people not wanting to work with you because of the LGBT, mm -hmm. but what were some of the other struggles you had, um, you know, based on trying to be this new budding business? So, um, you, you, Nobody ever really talks of the, about the mind of the entrepreneur. So there's a lot that uh, my, in the mind of an entrepreneur that goes through the mind of an entrepreneur, excuse me. So, you know, you, you, you look at a business, you look at Walmart. Walmart has, was, there was never always super Walmarts. I remember Walmart when I was a little girl. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that big. But how many years did it take for Walmart to where they started to bake super Walmarts? It took 20 to 30 years in between that process, right? Right, right? So the mind of an entrepreneur, what I'm trying to say is, it takes time. Nothing is overnight. And what I struggle to, re to remember is that everything happens in its season and things will develop in its own time and not to rush and enjoy the process. So a lot of times, you know, if, especially if you have a brick and mortar like I do, you, you kind of get overwhelmed because bills need to be paid, right? It's, yeah. it's not just being all casual like, oh, it'll come along. So there's that stress there of you um, closing business, you know, you actually are able to make, obtain business. So there's a stress that comes with that too. So maintaining clients, also maintaining your psyche, because that's the big part of it, right? Can you be, can you um, maintain your your sanity because yeah. it's hard being an entrepreneur you're always working right and one thing i can't tell you about tara is it now that she's been in the space now for a few years i've been here for three years three years she's been in the space full-time doing this um and i remember them days when she was at verizon and she was just like reggie i just i don't know and you know she was like this might be the day and you know seeing her now it's a complete different, um, uh, you know, mindset. You seem happier, you seem enthused, and you know, you know to put towards your grind. You do what you got to do to make it happen. So, you know, even with the low times, you're like, oh, I had a pop-up wedding today. I'm down in, you know, St. Pete, or, you know, I got a pop-up wedding today. I'm in Claremont. You know, you do what it takes to make sure you get what you need to get done. So, you, a part of it, you kind of alluded to is stepping out on faith sometimes, you know, doing, making sure you do uh, what you got to do to, to, to keep, uh, you know, to keep, uh, keep going. I know you have a Facebook page. Um, you posted a lot of your stuff on like Livewire and, you know, stuff like that. And yeah, so I do my advertisement advertisement on wedding wire mm -hmm. wedding wires <laughs> the knot mm -hmm. a facebook instagram mm -hmm. the services that we offer like you were saying we do pop-up weddings so we'll pop the wedding up at any location that you want 
Um, my office is an elopement boutique, so if you don't want to get married at the courthouse, it's beautifully and elegantly decorated here in downtown Sanford. Um, we also have decor packages. We do vow renewals. Um, and we have day of coordination services. So, yes, if you're interested in anything like that, please give me a call. I can be reached at 407 708-3559. And uh, thank you guys so much. That was Miss Tara. She actually got a business call. So uh, <laughs> she's going to have to go. I really appreciate you, Tara. Thank you for speaking with me today under short notice. And, um, you know, I think you're doing well. And I hope you continue. And I'm very, very proud of you to see from where you came from and where you are now all right thank so, you reggie thank you for the no opportunity well, enjoy the rest of your day we are going to be posting this oh that that's it bye guys that's this is offline talk bye all right we just left yes yes saborea food truck in um deltona it is the truth it was worth the drive to come all the way from orlando so if you guys are here um definitely come out and check them out uh, you might want to kiss the chef after a while because honestly, they put their big toe in that because it was really, really good. So um, thank you, Fernando. I've known him for a few years and, uh, you know, it's good to see him living his dreams. So, um, yeah, if you're out here in Deltona, you want something to eat, you got to come out here. 12 to 8, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, right? Sundays at 6. OK, so Friday, Saturday, 12 to uh, 8 and then Sunday, 12 to 6. All right. All right, guys. Thanks. That's basically um, the interview with Tara. Didn't get a chance to interview Fernando, but they are small business owners, people that I work with, and it's good to see them living a dream. And it's just an amazing job. It's I'm excited for both of them. So, you know, if you ever need somebody to marry you, Tara is a good person. Marry me now. Affordable weddings and. If you're looking for good Puerto Rican cuisine, you got to come out here and check out Saboria. Uh, all flavors, all flavor passionate looks like. <laughs> so anyway, guys, I appreciate you listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, uh, like, and donate. There's a donate button down at the bottom. I, although I love doing this, I enjoy it. You know, donations makes it easier for me to be able to do so. And um, I appreciate you guys. And uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Peace.